Hi, I am Miss Jen Davis, and for more information on me, please go to my website at MissJenDavis.com. That's Jen with two N's and Miss with two S's. M-I-S-S-J-E-N-N-D-A-V-I-S dot com. And now, without further ado, here comes the audio that you've all been waiting for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it says recording now. Yes, we have it. <laughs> it did. And now it doesn't. Now it does. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like we are finally recording and we are live now. Well, not technically live, but we're recording this. So I am Miss Jen Davis, and I have with me, oh my gosh, uh, the most lovely Jamie Foster, who is also known as Claire Fonda, with me today. So, oh my goodness, it is so amazing to have you um, be talking to you and doing this interview with you. I'm so excited. Thank you. It's nice to see you again. I, I have my little uh, tool too. <laughs> yes, you do. I love it. And I love how the red is, is accentuated by your black shirt. <laughs> shirt. Oh, All these things. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's do that again. Come on, come on. Oh my gosh. Look at that. I've got some granny panties too. I got some granny panties that people are into. <laughs> I love that sexy hot bod. Oh my God, you stay in such great shape. I am so amazed. So, we have <laughs> questions for you. So, let's just jump right into some of those. All right. So, I know that you've been in hundreds, if not thousands, of videos over the years, and anyone who's been around for a while knows your name. But for those who are newer, can you tell us a little bit about how you got your start in the industry? You know, for what got sure. you into this in the first place? Yeah, uh, Claire definitely came long before Jamie. Claire was actually born in Y2K. <laughs> Claire's a millennial? <laughs> no, 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 no. She's Gen Z. Um, my bad. So I was working at a fetish dungeon in North Hollywood, and I was taking a lot of spankings, and I was starting to give some too, because that's what happens there, you know? Mm -hmm. you start oh, yeah. You learn, you learn how to be a switch, and then you eventually say, you know, hey. Uh, and I met a client, and he was very cool and respectful, and we decided to start a spanking video company together, and uh, Claire Fonda Productions was born in Y2K. Our first shoot was January 5th, year 2000. So wow. that was, yeah, that was the first one. And it was shot at the Chateau, the fetish club in North Hollywood. Oh, wow. How exciting is that? Yeah, yeah it was cool. And then we went on to just start shooting up a storm with my partner, the cameraman, and uh, mm -hmm. still my best friend. Oh, my God. So the initial client, that was someone different from the cameraman. That was the cameraman. But that and, was the cameraman. Okay. Yeah, like I had been dating a guy who was into spanking who I had met off of uh, alt, alt.com. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, he wanted to start a spanking company, but he was like making it really complicated. Right, sure. Yeah, some people do that. <laughs> I know. I When people start doing that and they start putting like obstacles, well, we need this if we're going to do this. And I was just discouraged because... He was very into spanking, so I was kind of like, he doesn't seem like he's trying to expedite this, you know? So mm -hmm. it didn't happen, and then I meet the cameraman, and he followed up with me, and he said, you know, here's my track record. He'd done a lot of camera work, producing, nothing mm -hmm. to do with fetish at all, and I said, this guy has a really strong work ethic, and he's a cool guy, you know? Absolutely. He is. I've met the cameraman. I've shot for him. He is amazing. He's, he just makes you feel so relaxed and he's very professional. So He's professional and it was really important for me. He's laid back and he's a quiet guy and that yeah. we each other well. <laughs> so. Yes, that's especially good when, especially at like when you're shooting and there's lots of models, it gets loud. You add in a party scene because normally when you're shooting, it's a lot of at these national parties. 
and it, it just it's really overwhelming and like draining and fatiguing sometimes to to kind of be at these parties and to be shooting and so it's nice that he's got this very calming <sighs> he doesn't barely parties i mean you can't the cameraman can't even smoke marijuana. He doesn't even feel it. There's something strange about his body. I don't know if it's he's 6'4", but he barely drinks and he's just not a rowdy guy, which is great. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying with the whole party thing. Yeah, it can be a little much, but don't get me wrong. I have been really like, I mean, shadow lane parties. Yeah, I used to get cropped. Yeah, I, I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Okay, let's see. Oh, by the way, this is cool, huh? Like a goth, goth mom, Zoom jewelry. It's the Zoom heirlooms. Mmm, very nice. I like them. Oh, that's great. All right, so why the name change? Did you get bored of being Claire Fonda? Did you outgrow the name or did you make some drastic change to your offerings, your persona? What kind of brought about that change? I wanted to start doing sexual stuff and I did not want to dirty, dirty up the spanking. I wanted to be respectful to the people who want their spanking without sex. So even though I wouldn't have been filming spanking as Jamie, I just sort of didn't want to take Claire and make her do all this stuff people never signed up for. And I was still partners with the cameraman, so I didn't want to muddy our waters business-wise. And I became Jamie Foster in like, what, 2009 or 10? Yeah, maybe nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have kind of done something similar where they had to where or like if you talk to them now, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I actually still have this account up on like clips for sale sale or something. It's on a totally different name. And like maybe uh -huh. I didn't they didn't even show their face at that point or something. But it's like the stuff that they were doing that first like year or half year when however long it was, you know, and stuff. So different people have done that. The name change for. Yeah. I know, like, Lorelai Mission, okay, like, I work with her with Fetish, she's amazing, she's kind of the one who got me into the forced stripping stuff, bedroombondage.com, she started out as Chris. Forced stripping? Um, what, what, explain forced to me. stripping, um, we have this, I'm sorry, my stripping. bad, we have to say imposed stripping, or ENF, embarrassed naked female. Oh. oh, I don't want to, boss man you know kind of thing. oh you'd be so good at that but I know that you want to <laughs> you know it's good that you say that because the older I get and the more porn I do I have to remember that a lot of people want to see my modesty my embarrassment my humiliation and I have to I have to tap into that that's a good note to self you know <laughs> because that's what started me off in like the solo nudity stuff is the mm -hmm. sort of you know like a meeker vibe right yeah it gets confusing sometimes you're like who am i <laughs> yes so like when you're um i don't know let's say answering your phone doing a phone session or whatever and you pick up the phone do you know who you are do you have to remind yourself who you are are you answering as claire are you answering as jamie uh, or somebody meets you at a party, like, you know, how, do you, are, is it only like Claire goes to the national spanking parties and Jamie doesn't? Or like, how do you differentiate that? You know what? I've kind of stopped differentiating at this point. I'm just, I'm Sally, you know, I'm just, I'm a stand-up comedian who does some freaky shit to make money because it's uh, interesting and funny. And I feel like, especially having like a comedy special, like I've crossed over a lot mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's not like, it's not like some huge uh, blockbuster financial crossover, but it's very interesting artistically. So I just try to be myself. I just try to be Sally or like a, maybe a heightened version of myself. The way I see my life is I'm an entertainer. Oh, hell yeah. 
<laughs> you are an entertainer. Oh my gosh. Gods who get you on OnlyFans. I just love oh I would say gosh. you're sitting on a gold mine, but I'd say you're uh you're juggling a gold mine, okay? <laughs> I love how you make me laugh. Oh my gosh. You are the best. You must be really good at your comedy. <laughs> like you are really good. You have to watch Sleazy Does It on Amazon. It's fun. The sleazy dozen. Sleazy. There's only dozen people that are sleazy and everybody else is good. Oh, oh, you think I'm saying dozen like the dirty dozen? That's actually a good title for a comedy special. No, it's sleazy does it instead of easy does it. Sleazy oh. does it. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention that I'm older and I have bad hearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate is like, He's like, bitch, you yell so loud. He's Japanese. He's like, you're so fucking loud. You know, he's like really getting aggravated by my mouth, phone sex, yoga to music on YouTube. You know, I don't know though. It's a, it's a living in the um, quarantine. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure my neighbors are annoyed of me too. <laughs> but you're lucky to be do? living next to me. They're stuck day. home too. I'm stuck home. We're all stuck home. <laughs> A lot of guys would pay to be, you know, underneath you with you like trampling on them. So those underneath neighbors of yours are lucky. <laughs> there is no underneath, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what some of my next questions are for you. Um, if someone were to ask you what you do or what your job title is, what would you say to them? I kind of already answered that with my big mouth, didn't I? I'd say I'm an entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would lead to a lot more questions. <laughs> so I'm sure they do. Is there anybody that has just left it at that and been like, I'm not going to say anything? I'm positive that if somebody said to me, I'm an entertainer, I'd be like, oh, tell me more. Like, what, what does being an entertainer mean to you? Like, yeah, what, yeah. I, like I, but maybe I'm just one of those questioning people. But like, to me, that's just too vague. I, I wouldn't, I'd be intrigued and I wouldn't let it go. So. Well, you're into it. I would say a couple of judgmental people have been like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so they think they know what it means. Even if maybe your version of entertainer may be different than their version. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> like, they don't want to know. Because <laughs> ah. <laughs> it really does happen, like, speaking of, like, getting outed and stuff, and this is specifically about spanking. I went to Austin, Texas, like, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and I walked into a party to meet my friend who's totally vanilla, okay? She's no interest in doing porn. She's an actress, mainstream actress. Right. And a guy at the party came up to her. She knows what I do. At the time I was just doing spanking. I was not doing porn. But the guy came up to her and he said, hey, do you know your friend kind of does a ton of spanking porn on the web? <laughs> spanking porn. I know like, I know it's technically labeled as that, but I still, it cracks me up when I hear that. <laughs> I just don't it's really fetish. I mean, it's fetish, but that's kind of, that's how he phrased it to her. And she said, yeah, I, I know she's one of my best friends. I know what she does. You know, I love your best friend. Like, oh my gosh, I need more people in my life that just embrace it like that. That's, that is so awesome to hear that. Um, yeah, out of the few people, the few friends I that do know, I went. I wonder how they would respond if somebody said that to them. Well, <laughs> she's actually she has actually never really embraced what I've done completely. Um, she, she, I, you know, it was a weird situation, but at that point, I think she just sort of felt what he did was a little, a little off. I certainly did. Like, what if I didn't want her to know, you know? Yeah, exactly. She might not know because like not everybody in your life knows or they just might know some version of it. Like maybe they think you just do comedy and you do kind of racy comedy talk. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? A dirty, um, dirty comedian. And you know what? The guy should have gotten a spanking. But here's the deal. Turns out the reason how he knew me was because he's really into spanking. 
So you know? the guy that is really into spanking would probably himself hate to be outed. Yeah. And outed you. That's what was weird. I know. This is this is our life. Is that, that's the, the funny thing about us being kind of um, entertainers, models, whatever, you know, tops, bottoms, whatever, like whatever you want to call us is that we are kind of in this you know, out in the open. And so this does happen to probably everybody at some point to some degree, hopefully to a lesser degree. Yeah. Um, but it just, you know, it's kind of a sad reality is being out there is that we have to face some of this, some of this. Well, a stuff. lot of people don't know any better. He was a really nice guy. He just like, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, reflexive sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And I agree. I feel like, you know, some of the situations that have happened to me, I feel like the people, you know, they weren't intending to do harm. But, yeah. you know, uh, of course, it's it's scary. And it's frustrating. And you're like, Oh, my God, what's gonna happen next? Right? If this is, if this just started, is this gonna go on? And like, is this gonna blow up? Or is this just gonna go under? Right? And you don't know at that yeah. point. And so uh, when you're looking back, it's a lot easier. And you're like, Oh, it wasn't so bad after all. Yeah, you know, at, at the time it's happening, you just don't know how far it's gonna go where the reach is gonna go who's all gonna find out and what that all is gonna bring up, you know, are you gonna get people that are gonna get in your face and you just don't know. Don't know. All right, let's take a look at... So cute that people have questions for me. Was anybody just like, what the fuck is her problem? Ask her what her problem is? Or... No. Oh, I meant to tell you this one that wasn't a question. Uh, good thing you brought that up. He is a huge fan of yours. Um, I think he said he might be one of your subscribers as well. And he was just saying, oh, what, did he, what was he saying? He was saying that he was, the, he, you're one of your biggest fans and is totally just oh, I'm terrible with remembering things, but he was just so, um, like, idolizing you. It was really oh, cute. So cool. it was, yeah, like, he was, it was nice reading that, just how excited he was that we're doing this interview, and that you're this big, like, fan, like, you're his, like, he's a big fan of yours, and he just really, really adores you. It was, it was fun. I, yeah. I was a big part of his life. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, I like your lipstick. Thank I you. I wore like an orangey pink. I should have worn red. <laughs> Ooh, to match your, yes, to match yeah. that drop. But you still look amazing. Um, oh, yes, let's see. Um, so I had one of my um, friends and fans of you, of both of ours. Um, he wanted to know about your time with Audrey Knight, and if you can maybe share some a little bit about that time period, maybe some stories, or also if you happen to know what happened to her. She was well before your time in the scene. Okay, so Audrey Knight, uh, you both have auburn hair, and you're both very good spankers. She was very, she was very interesting and um, she got very popular very fast. She was also dating another spanking model called Abigail. Can't remember Abigail's last name right now. I know her by her real name because Abigail and I kind of became buddies and they were both cool ladies, but Audrey, uh, she was, she was a top. She would occasionally bottom mm -hmm. and we did shoot her for our sites but I wasn't actually at those shoots, I believe. The cameraman was handling that, and uh, I had some crazy drama going on. But Audrey was very popular, people loved her. She almost had like this retro look, like, like the little Debbie Cupcakes girl, or a little, little Natalie Wood vibe, Ooh. 1980s beauty. She had an amazing look, she was in her mid thirties. Mm -hmm. so she, she loved, people loved her and they were, they, she was sought after and everybody was like, you've got to shoot with her and her content really sold. And then she was going to start her own site. And I remember it was supposed to be opening. It was supposed to be opening. And I really think she just got like, 
her purse. I think that it was like ex-husband bullshit or something. She got out of the business. From what I understand, she totally got out of the business. Now, I am not close friends with her. I liked her, but she that that site never came to fruition. I mean, it was called like Spanking 360, I think, but it never went where it should. I think she partnered up with another guy and he might have had health issues and then some ex, but I think there was some drama. I think it all got worked out. She moved on with her life, but she was no longer blowing up and spanking oh. i think real life real life response very beautiful woman uh really into it really into the space liked the parties a lot looked great in like short shorts yeah if you google oh, her you'll see her look you'll see her look you know mm -hmm. stung lips oh. you know? Mm -hmm. how long was she on the scene for do you have an approximate idea like couple five years, years ten years just a couple years, years. okay yeah Abigail and Abigail was uh, very, very cute, like a little gymnasty look and a really cute little shag haircut. So Whitaker, was it Abigail Whitaker? I think, yeah. Okay. That okay. was uh, yeah. So, um, next question. Um, why did you decide to sell your sites to the cameraman? And since this might confuse some listeners, can you let people know which sites you sold and what sites you are still on and still own? Okay, so what I did was, um, number one, why I did it, because I wanted to spend more time on my comedy. Mm -hmm. And the cameraman wanted to spend more time on the sites. Mm -hmm. So we're very good friends. And before I became a bad partner who wasn't pulling her weight, we decided to work out this thing where he uh, reimbursed me for the sites. He bought the sites, my share of the sites over two years. So that helped me out a lot financially, obviously. So basically these are the sites he got. It's the whole clairefondapass.com. It is girl spanks girl, which okay. truly has no guys on it. <laughs> uh, it's spanked tall girls. It's uh Spanked Sweeties, that's the one with the interviews. Um, it is the interviews? What do you mean by interviews? The girls are talking about how they were spanked when they were growing up. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. we interview a lot of porn actresses, so a lot of them were spanked growing up. So the stories mm -hmm. are really detailed. Sure. And then there's another site called My Spanking Roommate, which is kind of like the <laughs> Melrose Place vibe. No! Oh my gosh, I remember watching Melrose Place. What was that? Nineties? Mm -hmm. Eighties? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember yeah, watching like, those. Dude, it was rad. It was right before I moved out here. And then the fifth site is Claire Spanks Men. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously Femdom. So that's the Claire Fonda Pass. But then he developed two more sites and I was like no no we're already doing too much I wanted more time for my comedy I was I turned 40 and I'm like I gotta go for it more with my comedy so his other two sites are uh, spanking sorority girls and mm -hmm. spanking Veronica works and he did some exclusive stuff with a really really lovely redheaded model called uh, Veronica Ricci he still works with her a lot I, I work with her so I still work for him as a model now, Naughty Diaper Girls, mm -hmm. which is not a spanking site per se, but it might have a little spanking on it. It's got a lot of, uh, you know, diaperings, diaper punishments, weddings, a lot of weddings that don't mm. even involve diapers. That I still own. So. Oh, you do! I had, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah. I don't still shoot for it. It's okay. a, but it's got like a thousand clips, and a lot of people still join it, and it's uh, billed through Veritel. So it's reliable and it runs and it's a great, it's an archive, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. Okay. So that's the one you still own. Do you own any others? Jamie Foster Strips is my own site, but that was never part of the split. That was always okay. my own site. So sure. Jamie Foster Strips. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's mainly me. But it's got some of the spanking models are on it. Like Miss Chris is on there making me strip. Sarah Gregory, I'm making her strip. Oh, there's a lot of spanking greats on Claire Font. I mean, Jamie Foster. So do they like threaten you with a spanking, like a really bad spanking, or do they start spanking you and say it could get a lot worse? 
Oh, Jeff, we're so gonna not. I'm gonna not spank you. Is that kind of what happens? Is in like, this is what it feels like right now, and this is hard. But this could be a lot worse. If I well, spank. you know what? Chris did not spank me on there because I was kind of keeping spanking off it. But I oh, okay. At, at first, at first, but the later ones, like I do have Elizabeth, Miss Le Mistress Elizabeth, on there, and I've got Madame Samantha. Or is it Miss Elizabeth? I shouldn't say it wrong. Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, I'll get spanked. They're both on there and they they're both spanking me on there. So I mean it has kind of gotten into it. Yeah. Okay. So it just kind of depends on the person as well as your the evolution of that site for you as well. Yeah. You tested the waters out a bit later on on whether that would be okay. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. So that's the only like main site that you own. That's kind of like an actual sign up site type thing. That and Naughty Diaper Girls. Yeah. And then I have clip stores like Cute mm -hmm. Hair is a clip Yeah. Store. Do you want to list um, some of your different platforms that you are on for people oh, to find yeah. you on? And I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. Like you, I'm on AVN Stars. as mm -hmm. uh, There's Jamie Foster. But the big thing right now that a lot of people are getting on, because uh, there's a lot of, just a lot of traffic there, and it's a pretty low-key way to follow your favorite stars on the web, is uh, OnlyFans, and that's Ms. Jamie Foster. But I also have a spanking OnlyFans called Claire Fonda Spanking. So mm. that is doing well, too, and I update it every day, and... You know, a lot of people are on OnlyFans, so it's very easy to just be like, where's Jen on here? Oh, there she is. Boom, you know? Right. Now, for your particular content, is it mainly like photos? Is it mini video blogs? Is it actual full clips? Is it preview clips? Like, um, is it audios? Like, what type of content are you putting out there? Live shows? What, what is mm -hmm. for your OnlyFans? What, describe what it's like. I would say it's mainly clips, but different clips than are on my website. My website is more like longer clips, story mm -hmm. clips, like little two minute teaser clips will be on uh, OnlyFans. They're not previews, but they're just like two or three minutes, you know, but mm -hmm. they are role plays. And I do impressions like later today, I'm going to film some clips where I'm Jill Biden because no, that's awesome. Boots, and you know how Jill Biden wears those high boots. I'm like, I got to do a Jill Biden. Like maybe she's threatening to spank Joe. If there's another, you know, rumors. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. I like these ideas. So when you're doing these like two minute clips, are these like customs that people are uh, requesting of you or are they just like stuff that you came up with that you're like, I'm just going to do this two minute thing and do it for free and put it on my OnlyFans. It's usually a little two minute thing that I come up with. Like some guys do want customs that could be good for everybody. But often when I do a custom, it's between 25 and a hundred dollars, depending what they want. And often I'm saying their name and mm -hmm. I know other guys don't want to watch a custom where I'm like, you know, so Claude, what do you want to do to Claude? <laughs> they might be like, come on with this Claude shit. Namesake, mm -hmm. uh, bespoke, bespoken, whatever you call it. So those, you got to charge a little extra for those sometimes because it's just for them. But a lot of customs you could use. And sometimes I'll go, hey, I'm going to use this. And the guy's like, oh yeah, sure, I know. Very cool. That is great. You have cleavage, which is cool. I don't have cleavage, you know. <laughs> I have tits. You have, you have, you have other assets. <laughs> like really long legs. Yes. Mm -hmm. So is OnlyFans your favorite platform then? Um, or it is, right now. it is but here's the deal. Like the best value is the freaking website. So I tell these guys on OnlyFans, I'm like, hey, man, I have a site, jamiefosterstrips.com. It's got almost a 1,000 videos. You can join it for a month. It'll cost you $22. You can download these clips and have them forever. And some guys are like, 
thanks mom, you're right, it's a good deal. But a lot of people like OnlyFans is where it's at. Like they're huh. paying for the hype of being part. Because OnlyFans, the clips, I don't know if you know this, but they're not downloadable. Same as AVN stars, they disappear after a few weeks. Not the page, not the feed, but the customs. It's very interesting, they right? disappear from, the, from your page? Yeah, well, not from your page. What's what you put on your page stays on your page. But right. if somebody says, I want to buy a scolding clip from you, a custom, they pay you $200. They're only going to have that for a couple of weeks. It's not going to their email. It's going to their DM and OnlyFans. So sometimes I will say, hey, man, you buy clips from me. You're cool. What's your email? I'm going to make sure you get these. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So interesting yeah that's that's different okay so yeah so basically if you um if somebody is brand new to you and they're not on any sites and um what would you want you know if, if they're here listening to this and they're like oh my god i love her i absolutely love her i want to be following her i want to be supporting her i want to get more of her content she's hilarious she's gorgeous um so tell like what would you say if there's somebody that is brand new that isn't on any of these sites and it's like yeah okay i want more i want to you know what, what's the best way for them um if they wow. again, are not signed up for any of these sites the thing, yeah, what's what's kind of happening now is that OnlyFans is sort of the best way to DM because I don't know, like if you get a lot of DMs on Twitter, mm -hmm. sometimes it's too much to keep up with. I can't, yeah, I, it, it's awful, especially because I'm part of a bunch of Twitter groups too. So that means that my Twitter message button is always lit and I just assume that that's somebody in the group has, has even just, if you even just like hit like a little heart on somebody else's that lights up that there's a new comment in the group, which means that there's never, it's never empty. And so therefore I get really overwhelmed on if I, on a lot of times I miss actual messages because I'm like, Oh, it's just somebody in, in the group that's messaging. And it's probably not something I need to know about right this instant. That that's what's good about OnlyFans is that you're on there and you're able to really interact and learn from your fans and they're able to have a genuine experience with you. And the subscription rate can be between and $25, you know, whatever you want to charge. If you want to charge 50 bucks a month, that's fine too, but it kind of keeps it all in one place. And there's just so many platforms now, but those, those are called like premium content. And those are a good place to DM because if you're paying a subscription site, I'll DM with you a little. And then sometimes a guy will be like, Hey, I want to do a, you know, a role play. And I'll go, well, that's, you know, a $25 tip. And then because it's otherwise it's not fair. It's not fair on your other members. And, uh, you know, you are, you are an entertainer. So mm -hmm. you've got to be able to have time to entertain. Like sometimes I just go, I got to take uh, five hours today and work on something else. You just have to pull yourself away from it. But I would say somebody wants to get to know me, watch my comedy special on Amazon. It's called sleazy. Does it. Okay. <laughs> Amazon prime. Um, and the other thing I would say would be like, join OnlyFans, get a little vibe, or my website. I mean, my website is just such a good deal, but don't join the website unless you have some time to put into it. Like if you are not going back to work for another month and a half because of- Join the website is what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, you can become an affiliate too and sell the website. You can sign up under, uh, what is it called? Clarifon, Clarifon, Coog Cash, C-O-U-G, like Cougar. Oh. Yeah, yeah CougCash.com. And when you talk about me on your blog and everything, then boom. Because you have a lot of fans that don't even know who the hell my old ass is. <laughs> it's really nice you have all these questions, but you probably forgot a very important question. Some of your fans going, who's that? What's that? I bet some of your fans were like, who is that? <laughs> Who's what? Who are you? Or who are, me? What? Well, they we kind of went over who you are. I felt like we kind of went over that. But no, 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 not now. But when you said I'm going to interview Claire Fonda, some of them might have been like, who the hell is that? Right? Because you're younger. 
Well, yeah. So I've got two, you know, I've got, I obviously have different fans in different age groups, but yeah, so the, the ones in certain age groups, they had all the questions for me and they were the ones saying, oh my God, I love her. And stuff. <laughs> and yeah. And then the other ones probably don't because they don't know, but that's the point. Then they're going to listen to the interview and they're going to know right. who you are. <laughs> like You're that's how it works, right? That is how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they will know so all about you and who you are and it's it's really you, you, you know just me talking about it is not the same as you being on here and then <laughs> seeing your personality seeing seeing how you are you know yeah <laughs> all right so yes we already went over your platforms okay oh yes this thing we were talking about this the other day but we um didn't have really time to get into this you mentioned that you are married but single. What does that mean exactly? <laughs> well, the story on that is when I first got into spanking, I had a boyfriend. Uh, we lived together and, uh, you know, he wasn't crazy about what I was doing working in a fetish dungeon, but, you know, he's also not going to be abusive or too big of a complainer. Um, he's Japanese. I met him when I was teaching English mm. at a school for Asian adults and uh, we started dating. I mean, he was an adult. I was an adult. He's four years younger than me. And we ended up breaking up probably because I got into comedy heavily. I got into fetish and then we stayed friends and then he needed to stay in the country and I wasn't married. So we got married so he could get a green card. But it is a legit marriage in the fact that we live together, he has a job, we've helped each other a lot. So it wasn't so much to start a family or anything, it was so he could stay here. So yeah, it's a green card marriage. And he's a citizen now and we can get divorced, but we've been kind of lazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so, I mean, yeah. wow. What a story that is. And it's just so, you know, not many people would actually go through with that. They might think of it like, oh, I could help my friend out here or yeah. my ex or whatever. No, you actually did it. So it's a big favor to do thank a you. like that is that's amazing that you did and that you guys have such a good relationship to this day how does this complicate when you were actually dating people and like are some people totally offended by this i'm sure probably most especially in your social circle are fine when you explained it all but like are there some people that get offended uh, I would say when a couple of guys broke up with me, they would use it against me. They'd be like, you're married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you dated me for the whole, however many months or years. And now suddenly this is coming up now. Like you, you seem to be fine with it for, you know, all those good times we had for, for months or however long. <laughs> Guys looking for an out. That's all that is. No, nobody's really had a problem. Everybody gets it and he's very quiet. So uh, some people think, you know, like he's a bit grouchy and he is. He's, he's a grouchy old man now. You know, he's not 50 yet, but he seems like 70. He is a grouchy old man. So if anybody has a grouchy old Japanese man fetish, hit me up. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna pimp him out is that what's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> that's so funny you know you probably will get somebody i bet somebody on the web will post a comment underneath wherever one of us posts this it will be like yes yes i do i have a grouchy old japanese man Fetish. I can't wait to hear from them. <laughs> oh, actually, that reminds me. There is this, um, so I'm from Seattle. I, you know, I live in Seattle and stuff. Um, but there is actually this restaurant in Seattle. Obviously, it is closed because of COVID, or I assume it's closed. Um, but <laughs> it's actually called the Grouchy Chef. <laughs> yeah. That's and what he is. He's a Grouchy Chef. <laughs> that would be perfect but you know they opened restaurants they told restaurants in LA that they could open like two nights ago they dropped it on them and a lot of the restaurants in LA were kind of like we don't want to open right now there are riots going on we're not ready so it, it's been really crazy here last couple of days yeah yeah I, I hear a little bit about what's going on here I don't know too much I 
uh, I try and like keep out of it because I just, I don't want to get too emotional about it. Right. So mm -hmm. I just you know, cool. try, try not yeah. to know too much, but, um, but yeah. Oh, but back to the grouchy chef thing. So yeah. Um, so I'm sure you can't go to the restaurant now, but um, he is a, um, yes, he's a Japanese chef and phenomenal chef, by the way, but you will get lectured. You will get scolded. <laughs> I totally recommend his food. Um, and if you are wanting a scolding and you don't want to see a professional disciplinarian, I highly suggest you go there. I don't suggest that you break his rules, but it's possible to break his rules without accidentally. So like I went with my 80 year old parents there, right? <laughs> and the first time we went, he got mad at my mom who was trying to read the menu and reading it for the first time. And there's like not really an online menu. So you can't even prepare ahead of time really for this. And she's trying to read it. And it was like, he had a schedule to keep. And so he like barked at her and this is like on her birthday and he yelled at her <laughs> and, and, and it was just like, oh my God. I'm just thinking, you know, there are people out there that would really love this. Like they would pay money for this to happen to them. <laughs> Does he need an apprentice? How old is he? The, the grouchy chef? He, I have no idea. You know, you know what? With Asian people, you really can't tell how they are. I know, are. it's hard. It's harder to tell. Age, right? Um, and he's a one-person show. He does it all. So he serves you. He does the cleaning. He does the prep work. He does the cooking. He answers the phone. Um, yes, it's like super strict. So anybody that likes really strict stuff, yes. That's how he is. And I get a scolding like every day from, from my, my husband. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not, this is a weird thing about me. Like I, I like being in the spanking scene as an entertainer, but I don't like scoldings and I don't really like discipline. So that was a problem. And it's probably also to answer that person's question. Another reason why I moved away from it because still to this day, you know, I, okay, like Madam Samantha, she's cool. She's like, oh, I love her. She's an amazing top. She's an incredible performer. I swear to God, one of those scenes I filmed in Vegas with her where I met you last year, last mm -hmm. Labor Day, she was spanking me so hard. I looked at the cameraman and I was like, what, what the fuck? What, what, what? And the cameraman's just laughing at me like, like, should we cut? Should we? I was like, ah. I mean, she's like a whirlwind. Like, but, but say the other day, like I put up something uh, showing off my camel toe and she sort of said like a lady, you're going to get it or something. And that, I don't, I don't like that. It makes me mad. And maybe I need that. Like some people's opinion but it makes me mad. It do, I don't crave it. It doesn't turn me on. It makes me mad at her. And uh, not really. She's my friend, but that's what, that's what it triggers, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was another thing. Like the scene just isn't right for me. I don't, I don't crave discipline. Um, right. I crave freedom, I guess. Yeah. Freedom to like what you like, freedom of expression, freedom to explore different kinks and possibilities and having fun doing them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I know that can, I know that they can coexist. Yes. And I mean, different people come to spanking from, you know, in, in, and they fit in different categories and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like when people are coming to see me, like, you know, you do get the domestic discipline category and stuff, which is kind of what you were describing. Um, that you know they crave the discipline the scolding the holding of accountability all that stuff but then there's other people you know you've got um people that enjoy it for the role play you've got yeah. people that enjoy it for um the erotic feelings you've got people that enjoy it just for fun um you've got people that just need maintenance spankings and you know um you've got people that want the ritual of it you know the whole like 
first brief scolding and then, you know, okay, now I'm going to like unzip, you know, I'm going to take off your belt and I'm going to unzip your pants and the whole ritual of like what happens is spanking and then the aftercare, you know, so you have all these different people, but you're right that the domestic discipline is a, a very big component of it for a lot of people, but it's not for everybody. So mm -hmm. not everybody fits in that category. I do love the role play. I do too. It's fun yeah. to get to yeah. be somebody different at times, uh, you know, and so it's fun to kind of get into this role and to, you know, get to explore different things and it's a creative outlet, you know. I just like that. I mean, I like that sexually. That was my favorite thing at the fetish club. So that was probably what got me further along in fetish than anything was the role play, whatever, whether I'm topping or bottoming, I can get a real rush off it. Mm -hmm. And it can be anything. It can be spanking. It can be, you know, a deprivation thing. It can be light domination I'm doing to a guy. It can be a bondage situation. I just love role play. And that was like when I was a kid, like I was always trying to engage all the neighbors in like a story, like a fantasy, you know, like you're this, you're that, you're the king, you're the queen, you know. Um, and sometimes the kids would just be like, we just want to hang out. <laughs> chill out mm -hmm. chill out <laughs> yep absolutely okay so what are some of the things that you're passionate about outside of the industry stand-up comedy uh I love doing stand-up comedy like even in the pandemic I've been doing comedy like four or five times a week through through zoom a lot of really good shows. Through You're doing Zoom. comedy through Zoom? So do people pay yeah. for these shows? Like as in like it's being held at the Comedy Underground in LA or whatever you have there. Your yeah. Club. And that they Sometimes. have to pay like a $20 entrance fee or $5 entrance fee or something to get in or? $5. Yeah. Yeah. Usually like suggested donation, $5 or $10 or something. Okay. And then they have a bunch of comedians, comedians that are there that night. Okay. A lot of comedians don't want to do Zoom shows because they're like, it's weird, but I kind of like them. I think they're kind of interesting for the timing, and I like how skinny Zoom makes you look, and, you know, it's mm -hmm. like the bobblehead. <laughs> so I've been mm -hmm. having fun with that and working on my writing a lot. I've been doing a lot of writing about, uh, you know, COVID. Uh, oh can, yeah that, that's another question how has COVID been affecting you and your business well the clubs immediately the comedy clubs had to shut down and they are still shut down but the deal is is uh like things like this like social media I mean OnlyFans is booming OnlyFans is booming um a lot of the platforms sites memberships went up a little but especially only fans right now during lockdown so i got a lot of new members my membership is almost tripled on there what yeah. just because of covid yeah 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 well i mean it would have happened normally over time so let's probably say realistically it doubled but i went from 50 to 140 members so it's almost tripled and wow. since the lockdown and just way more interaction, more custom videos. And when I do comedy, I leave my house at 6.30. I come home at midnight. Maybe I make $20 doing comedy. So now I'm home. I'm safer at home and I'm getting richer at home. <laughs> well, good. It sounds like those are very positive Things. Have you gotten to do any things that you wouldn't have normally gotten to do because you're either too busy normally or you're always out and about or a lot that kind of came about after COVID? Yeah, spend more time with my pets, spend more time with my animals. I have five cats and three dogs and I've gotten to spend more time with them. So <laughs> that's been great. More walks, more walks for the dogs more cuddles for the cats. <laughs> have you seen that meme out there? It's so cute. It reminds me of this because you have, but you have both pets you mentioned, but the meme is where there's like the dog saying like, oh, I'm so pleased you quit your job to come spend more time with oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the cat's like, you're the loser. I always knew that you were. 
<laughs> you got fired from your job and now you're stuck here. <laughs> so I yeah, yeah, I see. I saw that. You know, That's the, funny. The, you know yeah. the different personalities of these animals that are suddenly having their owners actually, oh my God, home, like pretty much 24 seven. Um, and how the different animals are reacting to this pandemic and going, why is this person here all the time when they weren't before? Mm -hmm. Well, I have cats that aren't aloof. I have like dog cats. So they were like, yeah. You have dog cats. It's so cute. Yeah. yeah. I like dog cats. Yeah. They're, in, they're into me being home. So I've gotten to shoot more content. I'm mm -hmm. learning how to edit. I'm learning affiliate marketing. So these are things I didn't have time to do. And it's also been really nice having a comedy special that went up on Amazon during the lockdown because that's a way people are, you're still doing comedy that way. So as long as you're writing and you're performing in your Zoom shows and mics, you got your thing out there. I mean, I'm really fucking sad for the world and I am terrified of getting sick and I'm terrified of people I know getting sick, but it's kind of, uh, there's been a lot of good things going on too. So I'm grateful. True. I've been given to a lot of charities because I'm grateful and I have, you it's are not white guilt, but it's guilt. <laughs> you are so sweet. I love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is, that's really great. Um, not yeah. much. <laughs> it could be more. <laughs> It's amazing. So yeah. Okay. Good to hear that. Um, oh, and you mentioned that you're doing a lot more content now. So are you doing mainly solo POV type content or, or do you have somebody that you live with that you're able to, um, during this quarantine to do scenes? The grouchy chef, the grouchy chef is not going to help me. He's, you know, he's not supportive. He's happy I can pay my bills, but he's not really going to lend a hand. Um, the cameraman, he lives right across the street, basically. So oh. I, I see him in basically your house. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's free to come over. I stop. In fact, he and I are going to binge watch the rest of Waco on Netflix. Uh, Tuesday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got some David Koresh glasses somewhere. And, uh, I have one shooter who's very, very careful and he wears a mask and he came over and he, uh, he shot a bunch of content of me last week. So that was cool, you know, him and he's very, very safe and almost paranoid. So I've got, like I did a Carol Baskin from the Tiger King. I did. <gasps> yes! Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I have this, this, like a headdress and you know, <laughs> I kind of look like her just like skinnier, you know? <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. That's great. Yeah. Um, Carol Baskin, you know, masturbation videos and things like that. <laughs> Oh my God, yes. I bet there are people out there that unfortunately want to jerk off. To <laughs> you know, they're out there. Big cats don't belong in cages. I got in a cage because I have a cage for my cats and I squeeze my body. And you can actually like fit into your cage. <laughs> she got in a cage to prove that big cats don't belong in cages. So I, I got in there too and I was like in there talking shit, you know. Oh, I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. That's great. Oh my gosh. So I have a, another um, fan question from someone else that wanted to know and feel free not to answer, but they wanted to know your age. <laughs> oh, my age. That is really sweet of you to give me the out, uh, but I'm fine with it. And I'm 51 and a half. I'll be 52 in September. See, I feel like when you look good for your age, as you do, I mean, you look good for any age. So first of all, but man, you've got a rocket. You have got a hot bod and you are just so adorable. <laughs> you know what? I always looked older. And when I first started with the spanking sites, I was like, you know, 32 and people thought I was like in my forties and this has been the case all my life. So I just got used to the whole like looking older thing and I don't know, I guess uh, 
it doesn't bother me to say my age. I'm proud of it. Yeah, you should be proud of it, you know? So, I mean, it's just amazing who you are, what you do. I mean, people are not looking at your age because people, I mean, I know that you were saying people seem to think you're old. I thought you were much younger, so. Oh, you're so sweet. Some people do think I'm younger and I just like party a lot, you know? <laughs> oh, they're saying, oh, I see what they're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, you do have a very, um, on top of the fact that you're very fit and athletic and all that, you're also have a very young personality, I think. You're just so fun. And I love people that are like just the life of the party, which, uh, you know, which is what you are, basically. You're super fun. Sure. You but you know, that is one thing that sucks. And I'm here to tell you, like when you get to my age, you can't, you can't drink like you used to. You'll just have hangovers are too harsh and they slow you down too much. Like the hangovers slow you down too much. But here's what I think it is more, okay? Maybe someone will agree with me. I just think it's that you need the time more. Like I'm busier, I'm more focused. I utilize my time better. So mm -hmm it's worth more to me and I don't want to give a day away to a bad headache and having nausea because I had five glasses of wine. Right. Yeah. No, totally agree. It's, it's a hard balance, you know, especially during a pandemic too, <laughs> which is making yeah. a lot, lot of people drink more than they would normally be drinking. I started out like that. And then I was like, Whoa, I got to get a grip. So I only let myself drink like once every 10 days during the pandemic, if even, you Good know, for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to cut back myself. Um, yeah. You're young. Yeah. I say, do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it while you're young. You know, I encourage Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So what do you think that you are most known for? I feel like I am. It's really weird. Okay. <laughs> There's this one video. There's this company called Net Video Girls and they pay really well and they broadcast their stuff very heavily on the tube sites like Pornhub and X Hamster. And they had me do a video where uh, I played, and it was when I first got into porn and I talked about uh, wanting to have sex with rappers. So I'm kind of known more <laughs> than anything as like the white lady in this rap video. And they had me saying stuff like, I really like black music. I wasn't playing a racist lady. I was playing like a white lady who just got out of a divorce and she was very curious and wanted to have sex with some, some black rappers. That was what she was looking for specifically. That's awesome. That is awesome. I'm kind of known for that more than anything. Even spanking what? would be second. Spanking would be second. But people all the time write me and they're like, are you that white lady who had sex with the rapper? No. Or you have sex with the black guy, you know, the rapper or the white <laughs> You know, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, yeah, I never heard this, but. Yeah. yeah, that company pays really well, but a lot of girls are like, oh yeah, I work for net video and then everybody, it, it, they just have a really wide reach. And it was, was that really the only video or only themes that you did for them was that particular theme? I did one and then they had me do another where I was kind of teaching a younger guy, but it didn't have the interracial. Interracial is just a really, uh, it's, it's a really, really big right now, the past few yeah. years and in the current climate as well. It's huge. That is a big, it's definitely, there's it's some seller. Great. There's some really great uh, black talent, male talent and female. And like their dicks are so big. I think it is possible to socially distance and still have sex with them because there's <laughs> hung. So yeah, it was funny. They had me, they, they were like, you know, you're going to play this lady, you know, she's not racist, but she's just a little awkward with what she says. And uh, it, it was it was cool, but they also kept it really real. I mean, the scene's very real, and it was like a really intense role play, and uh, the talent was really, really good. So that scene stood out. Plus, I was new to porn, and I was like, 
taken as much as I could and I was raring to go and you know it was a good scene yeah but yeah spanking I would say seconds and uh third a lot of people notice uh like taboo I do a lot of taboo in my poems mm-hmm. I go I want to be your nephew you know I want to be your stepson oh yeah yeah mm-hmm that's hot. Space. Very hot. Very <laughs> hot. Oh, and then there's this other character called Aunt Gwen, and she was a disciplinarian, a domestic disciplinarian like yourself, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. took it very next level with like rectal temperature takings. So that was one of that was one of Claire's sort of characters that was very popular. Oh, nice. She's kind of back. Aunt Gwen was recently brought back in a custom video and people were really, really happy to see her. And then a couple of days later, I broke the mercury thermometer on the ground and that was super fucking scary. And I called poison control and they talked me through the cleanup. So Aunt Gwen was back, but uh, things got crazy. It does sound like you've got some crazy stories. I can't even imagine. Obviously, we don't have time for all those stories. But we'll do this again. We'll do this again. Yes, definitely. One last question. How do you stay so fit? My God, you have an amazing bod. So do you. So do you. Um my all right, like I've been skinnier than this. This is kind of uh, a lot for me to weigh. Um, but I run and I do yoga and I try to do something every day. And honestly, on lockdown, there's no excuse for me at my age. I need to be doing something every day. And also, I try not to eat until later in the day. Like, I haven't eaten today yet. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is late. But I try to wait till like 11 every day and what time do you normally wake up at uh early like seven. Oh, that is yeah, a really long yeah. time to wait seven, wow. eight, nine, ten, yeah seven eight nine ten like four hours you must go to bed early then <laughs> i have my black coffee in the morning but yeah i get up early um and uh, i try to work out and alcohol alcohol that's the main reason i'm not gonna lie i love to get drunk but the main reason i've had to cut back is that and i don't really have a sweet tooth too much for dessert i mean i love it I love Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, I love ice cream, but it helps that I have a little bit of sugar sensitivity. I get a little dizzy. So I've, I'm not that big into having candy around the house. I don't have ice cream in the freezer. Um, I'm strict with myself, but you know what I do love? Just straight up peanut butter on a banana, you know? Mm, I don't, I don't like yes. Yeah, that's really good. Just putting peanut butter on a banana. But I don't mess with fruit too much, like a big glass of orange juice. Uh uh-uh. uh, too much sugar, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, this has been so great. So, you know, everybody watching this that isn't already signed up, you need to go check out her website. You need to go check out her OnlyFans, um, buy her stuff off of her wish list. Uh, there's so many different ways to connect with this young lady and you will be so pleased that you do. I mean, if you enjoyed this, imagine getting some more personalized attention from her. So that would yeah, be would you better. Do a favor and promote all your stuff because I'm putting this on my um, OnlyFans. And of course it's my intent to get you on OnlyFans too. But can you tell me <laughs> where my OnlyFans people can find you and what they can commission from you. Yeah, definitely. So uh, my main website is MissJenDavis.com. Then uh, I have my clip store, my clips for sale store, which is MissJenClips.com. And that is my main store with the most content on it. Um, And I also do custom audios and custom videos. And then I, um, I do have a limited, I want clip store. I do quite a bit on night flirt where you can call me, you can cam with me. Um, so seriously, it's pretty great. It's very interactive. You know, I can be scolding you. I can be spanking you. There's a lot of different ways to make certain stuff work or, you know, showing you my feet. Oh, yes. British people. 
but um but yes yeah, so i'm on night flirt um i'm also on sex panther i am on avian you got on sex panther i did a little while ago yeah i don't do a whole uh, do do too much on it but sometimes i'll be on there a lot in a certain day and then other times it'll be like a few days before you get back on it so it just mm-hmm. kind of depends on what activity I'm doing and if I can be texting people at the same time as doing that yeah. particular activity. Um, but yeah, probably my main plant platforms are my clips for sale, which is Miss Jen clips as well as my night flirt and ABM stars are probably the main ones. Um, and then I also have a, um, ABDL kind of diaper website and I don't have like a domain yet for that one so I can't think what it is but if you go to Miss Jen Davis there's a link from it there I also have a Patreon and that is for audios only and for custom audios so there's so many different ways that people can interact with me um yeah so those are all my sites and what and if you could list your sites one more time just in case people miss them jamie oh sure jamie foster strips which is my main website cute cougar my main clip store i'm also on many vids as jamie foster 69 uh my only fans i've got ms jamie foster and claire fonda spanking so those oh and of course naughtydiapergirls.com Yes. How could you forget that one? Shame on you. I know. <laughs> now, you know what that means. You have got her li- her links and hopefully you wrote them down. And if not, you just go back. You just do the little back button and then you can watch this again. And you can scroll to the part where you think she's about to give it and write it down. So that way you can follow her as well. Don't make me angry. You know you don't want to. Oh, I'm definitely, what is your name on Sex Panther, Miss Jen Davis? Yes. I'm going to recommend you to a naughty boy called Kevin. You will, he's really sweet. Oh, he needs you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he needs you in his life. All right. Wonderful. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're you're a really good interviewer. And I'm glad you got your coffee. I love your mug. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually tea, but uh, yes, I love my mug too. Somebody got it for me off my wish list. (gasps) I love it. But sometimes there is booze or wine. Not today though, because it was an interview and I wanted to be fully here because I didn't want to miss out on a second of Jamie. So I had to be fully here. All right, guys, this is it. It's been wonderful. Bye.